Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Meditate on this. Think, take some time and really digest it and think about what he's promising us. New heavens, a new earth in which there is only righteousness. Do you understand? You and I, we won't even have to deal with temptation. According to what the Bible teaches, there is a day coming when everything is going to be made clean and perfect again. Even you, even me. The world we live in today is full of chaos and evil. We see it every day on the news, on social media, and in our own lives, and it can be very disheartening at times. But in today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that the Bible teaches that one day the earth will be made new, free from sin, and made righteous. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 24 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Two thousand years ago, it was already underway. The wrath of God is being revealed. And And he talks about the wrath of God being revealed against those who deliberately suppress the truth in their unrighteousness. It was already happening. It's, it's happening even more. But he points out that there was a time when all of humanity had a relationship with God. Now, maybe not a depth of relationship, but there was an awareness. There, there, there was a personal, experiential knowledge of God that they chose to turn their backs on. They chose to forget. It wasn't like they just kind of forgot. No, they chose to forget God. They chose not to retain God in their knowledge. Therefore, God gave them over. To, he's like, okay, you don't, you don't want me? You, 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 you want to worship pleasure instead? Then I'll let you do that. And he gave humanity over to their idols. He gave humanity over to their appetites, to their desires, to their lusts, however you want to word it. And and when our world reaches a point of no return, as it did in the days of Noah, God is going to do the same thing he did back then, just not with water. 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 through 9, for if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment... And did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly, turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly. 
and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds, then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment. Do you hear what Peter's saying right there? He's like, God knows how to deal with this. He's done it before repeatedly. He knows how to do it. And he continues, 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 18. Peter says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. That one statement blows my mind. The elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Now, again, this is one of those you got, guys, meditate on this. Think, take some time and really digest it and think about what he's promising us. New heavens, a new earth in which there is only righteousness. Do you understand, you and I, we won't even have to deal with temptation? According to what the Bible teaches, there is a day coming when everything is going to be made clean and perfect again, even you. Even me. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, without spot and blameless, and consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him is written to you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things in which, or some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist to their own destruction as they do also the rest of the scriptures. Peter says, listen, we have to remember that the reason God waits, the long suffering of our Lord, the reason he's waiting is that there's still hope for some people. There are people you love and care about. He doesn't want to destroy them. You don't want them destroyed. You don't want them judged. He says, so you need to be busy talking to them. You need to be busy praying for them. The only reason he hasn't put an end to all this craziness already is that there are people who can yet be rescued. Pray for them. Reach out to them. Talk to them. Love on them in his name. Verse 17, you therefore beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked. What is that error that he's talking about? Again, I, I would point you back to Romans chapter one, worshiping and serving the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. That's the error, that, that we give ourselves to the pursuits of pleasure, that we worship the creature rather than the creator, that we worship our desires and our appetites and the temporal rather than the eternal. He says, beware, lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
To him be the glory, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Listen, it's once again, it's a call to go into your world in his love. This is not a finger-wagging message. This is, it's a warning message. It's like, don't you realize there are people you love who are right now dead, spiritually. And, and one day, you're going to find yourself in the twinkling of an eye. You're going to be hurtling between here and there when the trumpet blows and he calls us out of here, and you're going to realize it's over for me. I have no more opportunity to warn these people that I love. I have no more opportunity to, you know, to reach out to these people that I, that I care about. Time's up. Do you see? I don't, for me, I, I don't want that to be a moment of filled with regret. I want it to be, I want to know that I've done everything that I knew to do. Everything I could do, I've done it. I've been, I've done, I've been as faithful as I know how to be. I've taken advantage of every opportunity that you've given me, God, to, to you know, I, I want to know that I've done what I could do. Don't you want to know that you've done what you could do for the people you care about? When you find yourself in that moment, that's what this message is about. He gives us a whole bunch of signs that we're getting closer to the end. And again, Israel, the fact that Israel exists as a nation, that Hebrew as a language was reborn and is being spoken by millions of people. Those things, this is, it, it's such a miraculous thing. It's such a significant event on the prophetic timetable. You and I have to realize that the clock is winding down. It started the day of his resurrection. And we're, we're getting close to that time when evil is going to be unrestrained on planet Earth. When you and I will no longer be able to talk to people, we'll no, we won't be here to share the gospel. We'll be with him. We need to be busy about his business right now. Amen. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives. And you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.